like the greatest now I'm like welcome back everybody to a very special episode of for the boys it's your host rob brant and i've got justin stanley with me and we are here to discuss the breaking news that zach Ertz has been traded from the philadelphia eagles to the arizona cardinals we're all heartbroken it's a very emotional day for us justin i know you're feeling some type of way man how you doing oh Man, I'm sad. I'm sad for a lot of reasons today. Um, we obviously have that heartbreaker. I w- oh, heartbreaker's the wrong word. It's that dysfunctional mess being displayed on national television last night for this team. Um, and then the big news this morning that Ertz, you know, one of my all-time favorite Eagles, has been traded to the Cardinals, which there is some happiness in there. I'm happy he was traded to a, contend- a contender in the NFC an undefeated team, and I think a team where he's really going to have some good opportunity. But man, I I'd be lying if I said I wasn't heartbroken. I'm I'm upset. Yeah, I'm pretty upset too, man. It's you know I know how big of a fan you are of Zach Ertz, the football player. I know how big of a fan you are of Zach Ertz, the person. And I feel the same way, man. It's his. He and his wife have done a lot for the city of Philadelphia. They're basically a match made in heaven. Just a down to earth guy, smart guy. Uh, Christian man, a guy who values a lot of the same things that I do. And what he's meant to the city of Philadelphia has been, I, I don't know, it's crazy. It's its crazy because I know how you feel, but I've expected this day to come for like two years now. So it, it doesn't quite hurt. It hasn't quite sank in yet. But like you just pointed out, he's getting traded to a contender. He gets to go play with little baby Yoda in the desert. Um, Arizona is going to be fun. You know, his farewell message today, the first message he sent out was pretty, pretty touching. And uh, it's pretty fitting that he got to close out his final game in Philly with a touchdown, something we haven't seen from him a lot in the past two years. So it's just it's a lot to digest, man. I don't really know where to start. Yeah, man. I mean, it's a he's a franchise, a franchise great, um, a Philadelphia legend. He was there for I believe this is his ninth or tenth season at this point. And man, he was 10 catches away, 10 receptions away from leading the Eagles all-time in receptions. Um, 10 would tie him with Harold Carmichael. 11 breaks the record. I really thought we were going to keep him around until he could do that, or we knew we were going to trade him, maybe force-feed him the ball a little bit more, but obviously it didn't happen. And, hey, maybe he comes back one day. Maybe he breaks that record. He actually said that in a presser today. Which is amazing. It's another testament to his character. This man just got traded from the only team, only city post-college he's ever really known and called home. He agreed to meet with the Philadelphia media after the trade was announced. I don't think you will see many other players doing that. Um, just shows who he is as a person, the amount of respect he has you know, for the organization, for this city. And yeah, man, I, it sucks. It's so sad. And you, you nailed it. What he's done for this city between him and his wife, all the charitable organizations they've started, and I'm sure that they will continue to run and donate to and just give back to the people of Philadelphia. It's it's amazing. So much on the field, so much off the field. And I think a good starting point is mentioning Ertz probably had two of the most important catches in this franchise history. The first one people might not think of off the top of their head was uh, I think it was a fourth and three about midfield with like five minutes to go, or maybe it might have been four minutes. Um, nonetheless, in the Super Bowl, fourth down catch, he gets it, gets the forward progress to get that huge, huge first down, which eventually set up the most important catch 
in Eagles history. His touchdown, the go-ahead touchdown in the Super Bowl, the one that uh, <laughs> the announced crew famously questioned if it was a if it was a touchdown or not, which I think really took away from the moment. Was there? Uh, that's that's a whole different story. I'm not even going to dive into that crap. But this man is a legend. He deserves to be in the Eagles Hall of Fame one day. Hell, retire 86 because that man. I can't think of a better tight end in this team's history. It's he's just. An amazing player, an amazing person. I think we're going to miss him big time. Yeah, it's it's really it's really bittersweet as the uh, greeting party comes home now. It's really bittersweet, man, because you know when Zacharis came to the city and he came out of Stanford as a rookie, I think he was drafted in 2013. He got to start three games there, and this was right at the tail end of a Brent Selleck career where. Brett Selleck was that dude, man. You know, I, I never got to buy a jersey, but I had his, you know, the jersey shirt. I was a big Brent Selleck fan. I loved everything about him. I loved his toughness. He was always on the field. He didn't miss time because of injuries. He was a team player and uh, a great locker room guy. Another guy that just embodied what the city of Philadelphia was all about. And you could kind of see his career coming to a close when they drafted Zach Ertz. We all knew that he was going to be the replacement, and we had no idea we had no idea how good this kid was going to be, but the Eagles organization obviously saw something in him. They drafted him in the second round. And since then, you know, he's, he's been special. He got better every year and every year. We waited for him to finally turn into this Pro Bowl all-star that we hoped. We knew he was going to be a receiving threat like Brent Selleck had never been. And it really took a little bit of time. It wasn't until, I want to say maybe his 2016 year, he really started to blossom into the tight end that he's become now. And then obviously 2017, the chemistry with Carson really took off. That was Carson's second year in the league. And Zacherts proved, you know, with that year that he was one of the best in the league, man. And we got <clears throat> we got three amazing years, three Pro Bowl years, 2017, 2018, 2019. And um, I don't know. It's just it's special because it almost seems like a passing of the torch at this point. We had Selleck. He passed the torch to Ertz. And we kind of saw the writing on the wall when they drafted Goddard, although we weren't sure because we find ourselves in a unique position where we have two tight ends that are arguably in their prime still. And it's like, how do you assess the value of one? Well, obviously, we knew that we couldn't keep both of these contracts long term. Goddard's due for a contract. So we saw the writing on the wall, but I, I don't know. I just I never thought it would happen. I know that he wanted to retire here. You know, but there's a lot of things we wanted. We wanted Wentz and Ertz to be best friends forever. I mean, and, and to be the leaders of this team forever until they retired and old age made them stop playing. But we all know that's not how it works. You know, it's it's more like Madden. You got to get value. You got to trade guys here, move pieces around. And sadly, um, sadly, today's that day, man. He's no longer an eagle. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, man. I think you're right. And I think bringing up Selleck is a great point, too, because it's just kind of how we've been as a franchise. We had, you know, Selleck was there, was that guy for many years. You draft Ertz with the fourth, I think it was the fourth pick in the second round. It was the same year we drafted Lane. You know, so we obviously put a lot of stock into who he was and what he could bring to us. So that writing was kind of on the wall. Obviously, Selleck was with us up into that Super Bowl year until he ultimately retired, which is obviously a great story for him. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, when we drafted Goddard, you just kind of knew it was going to happen. Again, a very early second-round pick. You know, it was, yeah, the writing was on the wall, and we had those few years of the nice Goddard's combo. Um, 
you know, 88, 86 was, it was a nice combo out there. Two, two tight end sets. It's just, yeah, I know Doug loved it. Um, I don't think Sirianni loved it quite as much. I don't think Sirianni likes doing a lot of things that Eagles fans want him to do, but yeah, it's, whew, it's hard to even think of the words to talk about Ertz. Um, I mean, hell, I just bought this man's jersey like last year, so that kind of sucks. But the good <laughs> thing is, all-time Eagles great, so I know that jersey can be worn with worn with pride for you know forever. Um, it's like wearing a Dawkins jersey. Eighty-six is going to be infamous forever in Philadelphia, and yeah, I just wish him nothing but the best in Arizona. I'm I'm happy he got to go to a situation where he feels comfortable. He thinks he can contribute because to send him off a lot of the off-season chatter, to send him somewhere to a team where you don't really know their direction, you don't really know how he fits in, that would have sucked. I think that would have hurt worse to be like, oh, let's just ship him off to the Colts with Carson because they like each other, but you don't know what the Colts are. Now I think we got to see the lay of the land, see the Arizona's going in the right direction. They needed a tight end bad with Max Williams going out with a season-ending injury after they, I'm pretty sure, recently required him too. So... It gives Ertz a good situation. He can chase a second ring potentially, and you know I'll be rooting for Arizona big time now. From one bird to another, yeah, man, it's. I'm still sad. I'm still sad, man. <laughs> Are you wearing your jersey right now? No, sadly not. <laughs> I wish I was. I'm wearing it in inside, in spirit, <laughs> in the heart. I got 86. <laughs> about to get it tatted, tatted uh, right on the heart. I was just about to say, red heart. You're headed to the parlor right now. Through. To get a new tattoo of just Zach Ertz's face on your bicep. Jenna yeah, love that one. He, he deserves it. He deserves it. That's so funny, man. Yeah, I um, I don't know. I, I, I've got so much I could say about Ertz. It sucks. It really does. I don't know what else to say. It sucks because, again, I know people don't want to hear this, but Wentz and Ertz were my two favorite people on the team. It had more to do with their than their abilities as football players and had everything to do with what they represented and what was most important to them. These guys weren't chasing fame, clout, money, cars. Like These guys were just, what can we do to help other people? Let's have a foundation. Let's have a charity. Uh, let's go play with our dog and hunt some ducks or whatever Carson Wentz freaking does in the offseason. I don't know, man. But, you know, they just seemed like good old boys who had made it to the NFL and uh, – they both had a heart of gold, but you know this is this is about Ertz. He he's obviously, like you said, going to Arizona, which is a great situation for him. The situation fell into our laps with them kind of being desperate at the deadline, trying to make a playoff push. They've got to be off to their best start in years. I don't know that they've been this hot since the Kurt Warner era. So Arizona is definitely pushing for a championship and hoping that things fix themselves on the defensive end because they can score with the best of them. And uh, yeah, man, I wish Zach Ertz all the best. I really hope that if he wins a ring it's this year and not next because next year i hope it's us um but if if he wins a ring and it stops you know dallas or one of these teams that i can't stand from making it to the super bowl man then you know i'll be a redbirds fan for one year oh yeah man absolutely if uh i'm more than happy to root for another team when i know we're out of it just for the sake of like liking a particular player on that team and i hey i will do that for Ertz. Um, i'm gonna see that man you know, achieve all of his, all of his dreams, all of his deepest desires. Zach Ertz, you deserve it. You deserve another chip. And yeah, man, Red Birds, baby. We're big. This is a big birds podcast. We love, <laughs> we love the green birds, the red birds. I don't really love our birds right now that much, but I, I mean, I, I do, but not that much. It did me no. dirty. It did it, me dirty two times in two days. Uh, 
It's been tough. It's been tough to be an Eagles fan. And it's crazy. It's like you think this would make us even more mad. Like I've actually seen a lot of like anger on Twitter. I don't know if you've seen that, but a lot of fans are just like, what? I can't believe it. How dare you? And I think that those are a little bit more casual fans, obviously, people that haven't been hearing about this for over two years now. But I think in general, the feeling that I get from a lot of the casual fan base is they're they're pretty upset. They're pretty upset and sad to see Ertz go. They still see him as a vital part of this team. Um, I don't know. I just I just keep thinking about the magical season. Was it 2018 where he set the single season reception mark? Um, I th- was it the Super Bowl year or was it 2018? I think it was the year after, to be honest. I think that was the only thing we could really cheer that year, but. You know. Yeah, you you might be right, but I remember I think Kelsey quickly broke it, which like which the is next crazy. Season. It's a it's amazing, and I saw this somewhere too, where Melvin Gordon broke the single season uh, or the single game rushing record in the, in college, and then someone broke it like like a week later, which is crazy yeah. because that record stood for so long. And probably the same circumstance here. I think Tony Gonzalez had that record for such a long time. Like I'm, I want to say Chiefs era Tony Gonzalez. So you're going back quite a ways prior to Ertz doing it. And then Kelsey came in and did it like, what did he? He might have did it like the next freaking week. I don't. It was some really weird circumstance where Ertz broke this record and it got beat like a year later, a week later. I can't remember. I'm too distraught. I'm too in my my bag of emotions right now. Um, but I want to hit on something you just said. You mentioned you're seeing a lot of anger, and I guess you can kind of tie confusion into anger with the situation. And I think you're right. I think it's more of a casual fan. It's and you see that a lot with Philadelphia fans. No disrespect to them in general, but I feel like we as a group aren't as plugged in as they like to pretend they are. Um, and then those same people who right now are just looking at outcomes of games from this season and blaming Hurts are the same people who yep. are outraged that we traded Zach Hurts. I think sadness yep. is the right is the right emotion because I feel like you know Zach Hurts was my best friend every Sunday, Monday, or possibly Thursday for 10 years but anger just doesn't really fit the bill because i'd be more angry if we didn't send him off in an appropriate situation to sit on this team to dwindle away another year off of his career for what to walk in the offseason because he's not going to stay here because he doesn't fit our rebuild anger is not the right emotion people appreciate what we had with Ertz. um you know, and appreciate Goddard too. Hopefully he's not on the move too. I heard some crazy rumors. Um, I think I'd <laughs> drink some bleach potentially if that happened. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, anger is not the right emotion. Um, appreciate and yeah, feel sad if you want, just don't feel angry. This was the right move and the right move for, to put Ertz in the best position. Yeah. I mean, you have to give the Eagles front office a little bit of credit where credit is due. And I would say that, other than a few missteps here and there, mainly in the Chip Kelly era where he and Howie were wrestling every Sunday over control of this team, most of the guys that have gone on or that they've been let go or traded away, it's kind of fallen in the Eagles' favor. You know, you take a back, look back and you look at how beloved McNabb was in the city, you know, hated but also beloved. He was one of the greatest Eagles quarterbacks of all time. When they decided to move away from him, people were pretty upset about that, and understandably so, after what he's done. But he was near the tail end. He had given it all he, he could. And it was evident when he went elsewhere that his play was not up to the level that we expected it to be. You know, aside from maybe Brian Dawkins, 
having two years left that he played really well in Denver with really only the first year being a Pro Bowl caliber year, they usually try to get value where they can. You know, you can't you can't make the mistake of getting completely attached with your heart and not thinking with about what's best for the future. Too many times you see organizations do that. I can think firsthand about Kobe and the Lakers. I can think about other situations where you handicap your team or your franchise for years and years and years because you're so loyal. A big reason that the Patriots were able to do what they did in New England was because they had a superstar and a special guy like Tom Brady who was actually taking less money, pay cut, whatever you want to call it, even if it's minimal, so that the team could continue to invest in other pieces, even if those pieces weren't the ones that he necessarily felt he wanted or needed. And to be honest, he just made everybody around him better. But for the most part, man, you can't continue to pay everybody. And that's just kind of where we're at. So getting something for Ertz, you know, a guy we've never heard of in a fifth-round pick, hey, it's better than letting him walk. And we we both know they weren't going to give him another big deal. Like, it just wasn't going to happen, man. Yeah, and I mean, sometimes, uh, you know, someone's tenure in a, in a franchise or on a team just comes to an end. And that's just the nature of it. And that's just also, that's good business at the end of the day. Because like you said, you can't you can't hold these guys forever, especially when they're dwindling away just because you have that emotional connection. It sucks. I would love for all of my favorite players to stay on my team forever because it feels right. I mean, sometimes it's just not in the cards. It's not the right situation. And there could be, an, there could be some other really tough decisions like this one happening later this year i mean we're obviously in this weird rebuild mode we got a lot of picks i'm sure the front office would love to lo- would love to add to that pick total and you could see guys with big money who don't may not necessarily fit in here moving forward fletcher cox is a hot name um with how much money he's being paid even though we really kicked the the can down the road with his guaranteed money so that's kind of interesting but brandon brooks um you know there's just Certain players where I could see them being flipped down the or later this season, potentially before the trade deadline. Miles Sanders could be a hot name. His rookie contract's coming up, I believe, next year. We don't use him anyway. Might as well trade him. I don't wow. know. It's that's a hot take. I don't really want to trade Booby. I think Miles Sanders is a, an incredibly talented running back if used in general. Used appropriately, it's not even appropriate to use in this situation because he's not even used in general. So if he's used, he can be great. Don't actually trade him, Howie. Just run the damn ball and stop making me sad. <laughs> Don't be sad, man. I wanted to end on a or, or close out on my end with a positive, another positive thing about Zach Ertz. You know, for all these selfish people, all the divas in the league that we have nowadays, all the people that we call crazy, you know, a lot of times we find ourselves siding with ownership in certain situations when really we should be siding with the players more often than not. But you you got to commend Ertz on one thing. I made a note of this so I wouldn't forget while you were talking. This is a guy who regardless of what the team's motive was for him showing up and playing, this is a guy who put aside his ego after he was obviously hurt when he was dangled as a trade piece for over last year after everything that he gave this team – playing through injuries, coming back last year, playing through injuries, having a down season, playing through injuries. This guy could have shut it down when the team had absolutely nothing going for them. This is a guy who, after the book on Carson Wentz closed super quickly, could have taken that and rolled with it. But again, he didn't let it bruise his ego. This is a guy who came back to the team 
and to the office and said, look, I'll let bygones be bygones. You guys know I want a new contract. You know, I think I deserve a new contract. I know you're trying to get rid of me, but I am here to do what's best for this city and for this team. And he showed up. He showed up. If you look at the stats, if you watch the game tape, if you watch the way he performed in training camp, I think Zach Ertz proved why he is one of the best character guys in the NFL, and he did it for the whole world to see. And I don't think there's been enough credit given to him for handling that in such a professional way. So, you know, kudos Zach Ertz, man. Just big up Zach Ertz. Yeah, I mean, agree with you 100%. And a little addition to that, which I think goes further to his character, it maybe helps Howie's character look a little bit better too. This man knew damn well before the game yesterday he was being traded today. You could tell he was an honorary captain. That'd be kind of weird just to be an honorary captain for the day um, if you weren't being traded. And the way he walked back to the locker room after the game, too, he knew his time was up. He knew damn well he was being traded today. And he could have sat out. He could have chose not to play to protect himself from injury as he's going to a much better situation to a team fight already almost at enough wins to be in the playoffs. They already have, what are they, 5-0? and Yeah. 5-0. Yeah. Um, you know, they're already getting up there. He could have sat out. But this man, and Howie did the same thing. He allowed him to play despite injury potentially making this trade fall through. He went out there to put on one more time for the city that he loves. I hope that touchdown play was drawn up specifically to get him a touchdown one more time. That's awesome. Now, looking back on it, man, that's just amazing. It feels great, and it's it's a shame he's gone. Yeah, it is a shame he's gone. But you know what? He's here forever in our hearts. They need to retire 86 Justin, and they need to do it tomorrow. Facts. Facts. Well, man, that's it, man. That's it. That's all I've got for the emergency pod. You know, get out of your dang feelings. Go home to your wife and kid. I know that you've got a new house to enjoy after selling the old house, and you got a pile of money to jump on like Duck McScrooge. So, (laughs) (laughs) Justin, thanks, man, for doing this. Yeah, man, no problem. Um, I'm going to go spend my money from selling my house on, like, 86 Zachary's jerseys, just all sizes and colors. So I got got everybody for Christmas. That's my Christmas gift. I can't wait. I can't wait. (laughs) All right, man. All right, brother. Well, have a good day, man. And uh, as we always say, you know, go birds. Go birds.